0: How did everything go out there? It looked like a nightmare.
1: I'm back. Uh, how did it go? I'm putting a happy face on it. Is what I'll say. Yeah,
0: because I got to say when you told me that what, that there was a flood out there, I I just buried my head in my pillow. I was so stressed out, Ron. I couldn't really handle it. So this I'm sorry to tell that. This is help.
1: one of the things that happens when you are a multiple home owner. First of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, when you have the privilege of living mm-hmm. next to a wetland, right? And third, which was grandfathered in, yeah, it
0: butts your property. Sure. Yeah.
1: And third of all, yeah. Mother Nature slash climate change. So if people say climate change isn't coming for Ronic Lickman, they're confused. Okay. And
0: you it, are patient zero. It is. Of-
1: you know what I am? What was that goddamn book we read? A children's Bible. I'm a children's Bible. My what? house last week was a children's Bible.
0: Absolutely. And- Were you one of the kids or one of the parents? Probably one of the kids, actually.
1: Well, no, I mean, I was the homeowner. I wasn't the person renting That's the true. property. You were actually
0: home. there. That's yes. right. That's I right. Me- all I have to say is I got down in my knees and I prayed for about half an hour and I was so thankful it wasn't me who was there because you would have absolutely blamed it on me, Rona.
1: Well, I don't know that it wasn't you because you were there before. That and is I w- true. I was there before. And stuff was a little bit. I have called a forensic plumber in,
0: and what? He's, he's reconstructing. A
1: he's reconstructing plumber. where the problem came from. And as you a result Rana, of you, his initial uh, what ends up investigations, uh
0: huh, uh huh. I Yo, have... you, listen. You don't want to get in deep on this because you find out things you don't want to find out.
1: Well, I find out things I do want to find out. God. You're going to find out that I found out some things that you didn't want me to find out. That's basically what's going to happen. And it was my I,
0: first time trying that kind of play and it got out of hand. And
1: if I, and if, you know what? You need to cool it in the I'm available department, okay?
0: It's a- <laughs> we,
1: we we have talked. To, you are walking around showing your ankles to everyone in town, twirling your parasol and showing your ankles and your wrists to everyone in town.
0: Someone called me a slut the other day at uh, what's the ice cream place? Mad Martha's. Yeah. Someone called me a slut under their breath.
1: <laughs> well, what were you doing? So, oh. Nothing. I was. Just are you one of those guys cream? that wears a bathing suit with nothing under it, and then yeah, and then sit so people can see up the side of these sh- your shorts.
0: Yeah, of course, because I, I wear very short swim trunks. I don't wear anything underneath. They were dry. Have you as ever a bone. had
1: that happen to you? Or you have you ever done it to anybody?
0: Well, it's never happened to me on accident. Oh, uh-huh. so it's always been plotted.
1: You know, that's advantage. one of those things. Those people that are uh, like flashes. Have you ever been in a co- yes at a cocktail party where a guy does that with some shorts and whites to see if you notice?
0: Do you know how many people have like hit me up on Grindr in my life who have said like hey, I'll be on like a hike and I'll just like get on Grinder for fun and people will be like, hey, are you free balling? Walk by this area so I can check out you if you're free balling. they love that.
1: I want you to change your Grinder profile and the only thing I want it to say is shorts, no underwear.
0: Shorts, no underwear. And then in the, in the uh, body it. of it, I want it'll to see say, if you get
1: any hits off shorts, no underwear.
0: I for sure will. and I'll, <laughs> But in the body of it, I'll say, um, for more, go to Negrana.com.
1: Oh, fine by me.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll just do an advertisement on there.
1: So last week you had a guest host. I don't really want to talk about it. That's what I'm going to say about that.
0: Well, I got to say, Ronna, it was not what I expected. I hated it.
1: Uh-huh. Well, it sure didn't seem that way.
0: Well, because I got away with a lot more, Rana. I got to say my opinion. Uh-huh. For once, I got to say my <laughs> yes, truth. That
1: is the problem on this show. You never get the chance to express Never. Yourself. I'm constantly yeah.
0: moozled. Muzzled. muzzled. And so I never <laughs> muzzled.
1: <laughs> muzzled.
0: I'm I didn't realize you
1: felt muzzled on this show. I apologize. Constantly.
0: I can't talk about anything, Rana. I didn't I can't know talk I, about my... you
1: felt like you had a muzzle on.
0: That's why have you ever noticed how like <laughs> rated G the show is? That's because oh, I can't say gosh. anything I want to say.
1: I can't. I really can't. I can't
0: talk about my the, the, the new play. Um that I was doing in the near the toilet in your house and how it might have. No, anyways.
1: please. And the other you thing don't. is, if I find out flushable wipes are at the bottom of this, you're in. Well, what real, else are you supposed you're to do in with Real f- trouble. Everyone knows flushable wipes aren't actually
0: flushable. Well, then why do they say that, Rana?
1: Because that is the wipe industry that says that, but not the plumbing industry. And particularly well, maybe when you're of, dealing with a property like mine, you can't. Well, maybe. Have.
0: It, Instead of hiring a forensic plumber, you should get someone from the wipe company to come out and say whether or not your toilets are up to snuff, flushable-wise.
1: I've got some other news I'd like to announce. Okay. This episode is our last episode of season two. What? Season two and What are you today. talking about? Just what I said.
0: But we don't do seasons, Ron.:
1: I do, Of course we do. We did a season uh, last year. We ended a Christmas. We took okay. a couple of weeks off. Oh, you're
0: right. We did. We did. We did.
1: And we're doing a season now because the truth is the flood. Well, let me go back and look at my vineyard. emails to see if
0: I missed an email. Oh, you, you didn't miss it. one. There wasn't
1: one. You don't even oh, have well, to. Well, maybe look from
0: it. Adam O'Byrne. I, I no, should look and he see didn't. He...
1: Because I told it. I just told Adam too. So here's the deal I told everyone, I've been warning everyone I was going to take a break in August. Putin. Here we are in the middle. <laughs> here we are in the middle of August. Yeah. And you're calling me Putin?
0: I just said the word. I don't know. I don't know what it meant.
1: <laughs> you know what? If that's how he gets to do things, that's A-okay with me. <laughs> I knew it. I I'd knew ra- it. <laughs> I'd rather be Putin. I wouldn't want it to have to live under Putin, but I don't mind mm-hmm. being Putin for a minute.
0: You know what? It's probably good. He probably enjoys that.
1: I have been warning people for months that I was going to take a break in August.
0: That is true. You
1: have. Here we are. It's August 10th I just didn't know it was
0: going to happen. Or okay. Something.
1: And I still haven't taken my break because, as we know, I feel very obligated to the show. I love the show. I'm in the lab. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But the flood, that hit my last nerve. And I had to move back my tour that I'll be going on. I'm just going to say that. My break. We'll call it my break.
0: I get you a break that costs, from what I understand, nearly seven figures.
1: What do you mean from what you understand? What do you understand about what I'm going to be up to?
0: Because it's something involving a jet and something involving a yacht and something. I mean, I don't know if these are favors that people are doing for you or what, but all I have to say is this, Rana. I'm renegotiating for season three. That's what I'm going to say.
1: You're renegotiating what, dear?
0: My contract. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you're going to be- kept, Or
0: you can take me on the trip.
1: If you're going to be kept on for season three, then I suppose you are in the position to renegotiate.
0: That's right. If, I I want to live in the main house. If and you, you can live in the
1: kitchen. If you're going to be kept on for season three, I would say you are in a position to renegotiate. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: <laughs> What?
1: But the truth is I have to take a little break. Yeah. And so I'm taking my break. And we're I am be, too. I'm we're going to be back in the fall. We are absolute. The fall, by the way, is a minute away. People, it's that, like the next month. People <laughs> that are gasping, saying the a well, fall. The fall it's is like next weeks month.
0: away. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're going to be back in the fall. We are going yes. to. We don't know the exact date yet, so I don't want to commit to it. But we're going to post for people as soon as we know the date. In the meantime. We're going to be sprinkling some goodies into the feed. So some
0: surprises, so keep that feed active. Yes, yeah, some
1: fun, exciting surprises. So, I don't want people to think that we're just completely abandoning them.
0: No, you'll uh, still get stuff.
1: But you know what? A lot of my favorite podcasts, that's what they do, they do seasons.
0: Well, and what's going I on with Patreon, Rana?
1: Oh, Patreon is Patreon. Patreon's right. going nowhere.
0: Ever, ever, we will, there will always be, that's not taking a break.
1: There will, uh, thank you for bringing that up. There will always yes. be fresh episodes on Patreon. Yes. Uh, and even Patreon is going to do a little, a little mix it up during the next month. Fine. Uh, Which is fun. But Patreon, of course, will continue. And, uh, well, you know, the people are paying for it. What are we supposed to do? We've got to give them their yeah. episodes. Um, so if people want to join us at patreon.com slash askrana, we'd love to see you there. We have our fresh episodes, five dollars a month, Pat and May. Yeah. Less than a cup of coffee, as Sally Struthers used to say.
0: It's true. She, she did she said it a Gary lot, actually. Shows. Yeah.
1: And uh, $10 for sauna privileges if they want to see video. But true. we love our free feed. And we're going to keep sprinkling things in. It's just that we sprinkle them when we sprinkle them. That's all. So there's still going to be some fun stuff. But new episodes are coming back in the fall on the free feed. We promise you we're coming back. We're not saying we're not coming back. We're just saying we need a little recharge. That's all. Any
0: advice for what I should ask for for my season three contract, Ronna?
1: Send me what you think you want, and I'll tell you how to negotiate it.
0: Okay, perfect. How does that sound? That sounds great. I need your help on this. (laughs)
1: Uh, But in the meantime, we hope people will continue. The support, I have to say, for the Negrana has been so inspiring and so over-the-top terrific. And people are loving the two-pack. They love it. Well, it comes with all these fabulous goodies. And people have been been posting them, and they're so excited. I mean, really, it's been a really fun thing to do for people this summer, I have to say.
0: Yes. And so I love it.
1: We've got Labor Day coming up. Summer's not quite over. I understand. I'll still be sipping my Negranas.
0: Me too. Are you crazy? And
1: so Negrana.com, get in there, as they say. That, that wasn't our slogan, but maybe it should have been.
0: Get in there?
1: <laughs> That's your slogan. <laughs> <laughs> and AskGranacoffee.com. Get ask yeah. the perfect <laughs> companion to the Negrana. Yes. And either if you're doing a daytime drinking, you can alternate Negrana, iced shades of vanilla, shades of vanilla, Correct. cold brew, Negrana. Or you can do your Negron- Negronas, Negr- Negrona. Sure. The Negrona Barretts at night. And yeah. you can have your cold brew in the morning. And Terrific. I mean, it's, there's never been a better season. than Starting summer. and
0: ending a day beautifully. Yeah, That's truly,
1: right. a truly That's beautiful right. bookend. But yeah. we also want to say to people, we've had so much fun this second It season. really has
0: been absolutely glamorous, exciting. We have reached new heights in so many different kinds of ways. And I also just want to sincerely say that when people write in with these beautiful questions, yeah. we joke that sometimes they're, Epics, but um it just really means a lot that people would seek our advice for something, and then also the beautiful thank yous we get for it. It's so fulfilling just for me to hear stuff like that. That I don't know. And Rana, I'll say it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it in season three and season four. I probably won't remember it's to be say it to se- the very end. One season contract. Because I'll probably just yeah. have something against you before that. Yeah,
1: one season contract. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, what I was gonna say was um <laughs> i can't I can't think of a better captain of the ship, but oh. I'm going to retract that I'm oh. get, and i'm be, oh. I'll retract that so actually, oh. i actually i think probably a better captain of the ship might be like i don't know um Jamie Lee Curtis or something
1: oh well uh, not i mean you know we've been compared before sure, <laughs> mostly sure. just a. Uh- Mostly just our breasts. Yogurt
0: intake. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Mostly just how beautiful our breasts are, even at this, sure. even at this age.
0: At any age, Rana.
1: You know, she just consecrated a space, and Hun- she was in Hungary filming something, and really? she went to the town where her grandparents were from, where Tony Curtis, I think, was born, maybe, or, or maybe his parents. He's Hungarian. Born I
0: didn't know that. Yeah, his
1: real name is you know Tonuslav, sure, Kurtisovsky or something.
0: Sure, sure. And so. Not yeah. a Hollywood name.
1: No. Uh and like Kirk Douglas, you know, Igor Skzinski or whatever his you real name it. was. Sure. Um, and in any event, she went there. There were no Jews left in the town. Uh I won't tell I won't don't want to do a spoiler and tell people where they went. Okay. So I'll let people figure that out for themselves. But there were no Jews left in the town, but there was still the synagogue space. And oh. she consecrated it. As a, uh, performance at performing at space.
0: Fabulous.
1: Um, and so she's supporting it, et cetera, et cetera. Really lovely. But in any event, that's not what the show is about. So we no. wanted to do a, just to a one-on-one catch up this week, because yes. this is going to be our last episode for a little while. But truly, I think
0: you need to specify what a little while is because it's not a year. It's like I
1: just said the fall.
0: You did. I just want to make sure people understand that this show is coming back and it's coming back in a matter of weeks to months. It's happening soon.
1: Well, you're the one who said months. I didn't say months.
0: Oh, weeks to days to weeks (laughs) to months. Oh, so to, you're taking
1: months off? So I'm gonna to take the, a break, then you're gonna take a break. Is that what Yeah, what's I can't
0: do it at the same time as you, Ronna.
1: Oh, so we're not doing the show together anymore.
0: I don't see us doing the show again until about twenty twenty four. But I do still need to get paid for that.
1: So. Oh, that'll be no problem. But for
0: a uh, hiatus or what do you, hi, I need my hiatus money. I need my sabbatical money. I sure.
1: Sabbatical. I need to get the yeah. money now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God, God
0: I need an exa- <laughs> advance. I got, I got into a few, few really yeah. tough situations. So.
1: <laughs> but in any event, we just want to say, as Brian did just now, it's been a privilege. And if you're wondering why we're taking a break, of course, we have been doing episode after episode throughout the entire pandemic, and we just need a little minute to yeah. take care of ourselves, do a little self care, uh, and a little recharge, so we could be back better than before. But of course, we're obviously not going away because we're still going to be on Patreon. So if you're yeah. so nervous and so worried, and where we're, yeah, we're
0: we're here, we're there every week. Come
1: visit us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash right, AskRana. That's right. Um. All right, dear. So. That was a lot of housekeeping, but it's out of the way now.
0: You know what? It was worth it.
1: We have some terrific reviews today.
0: We certainly do, And then we have some
1: questions that-
0: We have some wild ones.
1: Yeah. We've really tried to throw in a few uh, who who knows what's in here. But I am delighted and thrilled, and I'll probably miss you. It'll take a while, but I'll probably miss you.
0: Really? Probably. Rana, I told you I can come. No, probably- that's
1: not you know absence makes the hacker grow fond. I don't I don't want to put you in a position.
0: Oh no, I wouldn't.
1: Where you get sick of me?
0: Oh, that wouldn't happen. So no, it's
1: probably that. better for me to go on this one, right? And then we're going to do a European tour anyway. In, in the window. we are
0: doing a European tour. That's yeah. true.
1: We really true are. We
0: are. I know. I'm. I, I'm saying if yes. People, we are. If
1: people think we aren't, just, think again. Just watch us. Think again. Just watch us.
0: That's right. Just watch. Well,
1: us. we had said before the pandemic that we were going to do a live. That was going to be our, first, and that we were going to yeah. launch it in Europe first. Because What? Why, why not?
0: Why wouldn't we? Why not? That's what all. That's what everyone huge does. Yeah, Madonna so, probably does it. Janet. They all go there first. Yeah. and then come home.
1: So that's our plan. That's right. Yeah,
0: that's right. Run
1: here. And I am so excited to tell you about our newest sponsor, ZocDoc. So many people put their personal health priorities to the side during the pandemic, and there has never been a better time for an app like ZocDoc. With ZocDoc, whether you're looking for a primary care physician, a dentist, a dermatologist, a psychiatrist, pardon me, an eye doctor, whatever specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. You go on the app. You search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. So, if you don't have a friend like Rana that you can text and say, "What about this one? What about that one? Who do I go for the two for this mole, etc., cetera, etc.?" Cetera. Zocdoc is absolutely the answer. Go to ZocDoc.com slash and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Pardon me. Now is absolutely the time to prioritize your health all over again. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor FM. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff. Excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify, Spotify, directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss.
0: Girl with Guitar gave us a review. Yeah. She says, the GOAT. And so, Rana, that means greatest of all time It's an acronym.
1: Oh, okay. I moment... appreciate that. Yeah, sure. appreciate you explaining that to me. You uh, got it. Yeah.
0: From the moment I heard Rana say, Capricorn, of course, when asked about her star sign, I knew this podcast was for me. There's no room for <laughs> nonsense on this show, only perfect advice and incredible taste. Knowing there are new apps of Askarana to look forward to each week is the only thing getting me through the hiatus until season two of Hacks Drops.
1: Oh, excuse Five. me. We can't wait for that either.
0: These are all star reviews lately. Five stars only s k s zero eight one five says rate question mark one does not rate Rana's podcast one simply accepts Rana's rating for you
1: i love that I have to That's say i good. love that very yeah. Rana
0: the best friends you've never met is the headline that Mike in Menlo gave. Menlo Park, huh? Oh, what are you coming up with? Home of
1: Stanford University.
0: Yeah, don't I know it, Ron? Yeah. I'd love to come up in uh, calculus all over your body.
1: Okay, Brian, I, I just, th- this is part of the break. I have to be honest. This is part of it.
0: I'm I, just you know hoping what I, if Rana, I, I go away.
1: I'm hoping if I go away.
0: I'll get. I
1: create space in your life for someone else to move in. You're in a new relationship by the time I get back, and then we can titrate this dynamic a little bit better.
0: I understand. (laughs) Mike and Menlo says I love everything about this podcast and their equally good Patreon carriage house club. Rana is as dry as Brian. Capital Y is playful. They offer. Deeply kind, insightful advice with just the right mix of levity and gravitas. Yeah. I absolutely recommend this to every one of their fans. The hosts are both expert, experienced podcasters, actors, comedians, improvisers in their own right, and they are perfect together. It's very nice.
1: Do you think you'll go back to Los Angeles during my break?
0: Well, I don't know because I'm obviously I'll be I'll, – I'm making a move anyway while you're gone, because I'm not going to stay in the carriage house if you're not here. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So I'll be moving some of my stuff from the carriage house to the main house. Yeah. And I'll get to tell everyone what your sheets feel like, and that's going to be nice. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like once I'm in the main house, I'll go back to L.A. if I need to work, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll you know, I have a very uh, intense security system, both in and outside of the property.
0: Yeah, you'll show me.
1: Yes, I'll show you that I can see you on the cameras, both inside oh. and outside of the
0: house. Oh, it's like a sliver. So you might, yeah. <laughs> so I can't like think of myself Maybe in the Billy
1: Baldwin's available.
0: She hated him. That's no. in her book.
1: What was her book? What did you say her book was called again?
0: Like My Book of Lies. My version. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's my way. I think it's called yeah. like t-
0: Life Twice or something because she uh, died and then came back. Uh, but she said that the um she intimated, she kept it anonymous. It was clear the movie she was talking about, that. Who's the kid stays in the picture? Robert.
1: Uh that guy. Yeah. Bob you know Evans. That? Bob Evans. Yeah.
0: He produced Sliver. And uh, he told I guess Billy Baldwin was just doing a terrible job, which is really no surprise well, to him.
1: He was never real. Yeah. All Alec got all the uh all the talent in that family. Correct. No yeah.
0: And Sharon Stone even said, like, you know, I don't know why you would hire this person. We have no chemistry. There's nothing there. And so Bob Evans called her and was like, yeah, we are worried about the chemistry. And he goes, would you, could do you think you could sleep with him? Sometimes that helps. She was like, I, I'm not going to sleep with him. And he was like, okay, because it can't help. She was like, no, thanks. Hollywood baby.
1: Yeah. You know, looking back on it, I'm sure if I was her at the time, I would have been offended. But looking back on it now, I wish people had suggested to me that I slept with a few more people <laughs> to get... To,
0: to RuPaul always says that. Get them whenever in a better says, mood. <laughs> sure. RuPaul always says, what they, see, whenever he's asked, like, what's your biggest regret? He was like, not having sex more when I was younger. I wish I would have had more sex. Oh, sure. Which is fun.
1: Yeah, why not? Which explains your attitude again. Okay. Exactly. Yes.
0: Should we get into these questions? Uh, I don't even remember. Okay, let's do it.
1: Now, our first question, this is sort of hysterical. I mean, this is, look, I'm just going to say there could be a trigger warning on this question immediately.
0: Oh, no kidding.
1: And I wish we had brought in the boy who begs. To help us answer this question. He
0: he would be a good source for this question. I sure. love
1: Ed Kim, but he has the cutest uh, Pouchon named Wesley that he just picked up a couple months ago.
0: Oh, really? Uh, and he's
1: got, and I believe he's got his own Instagram called Wesley Pouchon. But if you go to Boy Who Begs, you can Is find Is that like Wesley. a
0: poodle Bichon or something? Correct. What's a Pouchon? Okay.
1: Yeah. That was hard to Cute. figure out, wasn't it? Two plus no, three I- equals five.
0: You want me to walk out of here, Rana? I will.
1: <laughs> well, Pushon's quick math, and you go to quick math.
0: That's right. That is my quick math. That's quick math for me. <laughs> so
1: poodle, anyway, we should have brought Wesley the Pushon in to answer this question, but instead sure. we're going to answer it, and we're going to try and have Ed back in the fall because he has another book coming out.
0: Well, and I keep telling Ed, I told him last time. I wonder if he took me up on it. I said, "Why don't you sell um, some of your stuff on this on like street corners?" We Wait, did tell him he...
1: to have a big bag sale. He really was not interested in that.
0: All right. Well, maybe yeah. we'll see if who gets the last laugh about that.
1: Yeah, we'll see just what Ed has to say about that. Uh, and also, I want to know what Ed thought of the Negrana. Pardon me.
0: What does he know about it?
1: He's one, he's one of our key influences. Who That's true. Who we sent the Negrana to. You can send it overseas? I can. There you go. Well, uh, okay. And if he hasn't received it yet, I'll just bring it with me on the jet. Or on the boat. And, you know, when he comes to meet me, that'll be easy enough. Don't you think you'd rather see it me? Maybe, but wouldn't you? I mean, either if the offer is come on the trip, but don't come on the trip, my guess is he could get over it pretty fast. Hi, Ronna and Brian. Hoping you can help with a roommate situation.
0: Yeah, we'll see if I can.
1: I st- <laughs> I started baking during the pandemic. Yes, I'm basic. And it became a really useful anxiety outlet for me. I especially love making cupcakes and decorating them. And I love tinkering with recipes to make them my own and get them just right. In the beginning, my roommate was all about it. But recently, as the world has started to open again, she's getting really mad about it. According to her, she's put on 25 pounds during the pandemic all of which she blames on my cupcakes.
0: That's absurd.
1: And now people are starting to invite her to the beach and she doesn't like the way her swimsuits are fitting. She came to me crying when she first put on a swimsuit, talking about how disgusting she looked. I said, she looks great. She does. She's tall. So even if, even if it is like 25 pounds, Even if it is 25 pounds, like she claims, it seems to be evenly dispersed, I guess. And I didn't notice a huge change, but she claimed, I can't understand how she feels because I never have to worry about this stuff. That's kind of true. I don't have to watch my weight, which is probably why I don't notice other people's much. Well, I, I got to be
0: honest with you. Yeah. I'm no longer on the writer's side.
1: Oh, no. This is a real, this is a, this is <laughs> I'm a. I'm kidding. This is a flipper and a flop this question. All of a sudden
0: I was like, oh, you you are that kind of person? And then just.
1: This is a flipper and a flop. started floppa. growing
0: out of my a devil head. A flipper
1: and a flop. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's, let's, let's do it.
1: Uh, that's kind of true. I don't have to watch my weight, which is probably why I don't notice other people's much. I know I'm very lucky in that respect as society places a lot of importance on people's bodies and thin bodies are glorified over other body types. But it's not like I don't have my own flaws and insecurities. We all have our stuff. True. She asked me to stop baking. I offered to just make sure I take all the baked goods to my office or our neighbor's. She said that wasn't good enough because she would still smell them and wouldn't be able to stop herself from eating them overnight if I made them in the evening and took them to work in the morning. This struck me as odd as we've lived together for two years and I've never noticed any sort of disordered behavior like not being able to, quote, stop herself from eating. I'm worried for her and this is, I'm worried for her that this is an anxiety holdover or something from the pandemic. She does see a therapist, and I asked her if she's talked to her about it. She said she did, and that the therapist said a considerate roommate would just stop baking. I find this kind of hard to believe that a quality therapist would encourage someone to ask the world to just bend to their will.
0: I don't think they would.
1: I've tried baking smaller batches and even went over to another friend's house to bake, but that friend posted a pic of us baking on social media, and she commented, OMG, just stop, with a bunch of eye roll emojis. Now we're living in silence, save the slam door here and there. I feel for her. We were strangers when we moved in, but we have become close in the past couple of years, and we're both really happy to have each other during the pandemic. I want to help her, but part of me feels like I should be able to bake in my own house? Or there should be a compromise that isn't just, I stop baking forever? Is she being unreasonable, or am I? If she is, I'm not sure what else I can say to her to get, to get through. If I am, I'm open to another suggestion for a basic hobby, though I would really miss the happiness baking brings others, and the way it makes the house smell. Oh, and the stirring. The stirring is super relaxing. Any suggestions would be taken to heart. Love you both. Thank you for the endless hours of laughs. XX, please don't use my name. P.S. Moving is not an option right now for a bunch of boring reasons.
0: I'm sort of on both of their sides, only because I feel for the person who cannot control herself yeah. around yeah. food like this. And I do actually believe that the smell is triggering. I think yeah. it can be.
1: Yeah.
0: However, I think asking someone to stop doing something they, it's just simply enjoy, not to mention it sounds like it's very therapeutic for you, but even just that you enjoy, I think is not right. Uh, You pay half the rent, um, presumably, and it is your place. And um, I think a therapist also giving someone advice that a considerate roommate would stop is crazy.
1: Well, the yeah, only we advice don't know but, we don't know if the therapist gave that advice or whether that's what we she don't said that's the, true that because the, I tell you, the therapist gave
0: a good therapist Baseline yeah. is always going to say the only person you can change is yourself yeah so that's the only person you're actually in charge of
1: right we don't know so, if the therapist really said that or if she's just looking for some another E-M- emo exactly
0: right so I I I'm I've, I've of course was going to suggest moving um or saying I think I'm going to have to leave and I, or because I just, I can't do what I really love here. And I think you're asking a lot of me. What do you think, Rana?
1: Well, I think two things. I think uh, three things, maybe the first thing it made me think of, which may be totally off the wall is if you had a roommate who was a nudist. If you've had a sure. roommate that was walking around naked all the time.
0: That would be horrible And you had me. a sex yeah.
1: addiction and you thought, why is this person walking around naked all the time and trying to tempt me? That's the first, maybe that's a completely and
0: being baited, unfair
1: right. comparison. But that was what it made me think of. I also have to ask, what is this incessant baking? What are you doing with this baking? Mm. Who are you baking for? I understand that baking is relaxing, but it sounds like you're making cupcakes four nights a week. I mean, what what are you doing? Right. You're talking about her holdover of anxiety from the pandemic.
0: Good point. What's
1: yours? Go for a walk. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't make cupcakes once a week if you want to or this or that, but slow down. Yeah, And what is this? I oh, tend to everyone agree got with you. used to me dropping cupcakes off. Okay, well, that's over now. That was the little moment we had Betty Crocker, where everybody loved being showed their love during the pandemic. And that's uh, that's over to me now. Everybody needs, I think everyone is having the same issue in your household, which is how do I pull out of the pandemic and adjust to this new phase in life? And do I think it's fair that you should have to stop baking? No. But it does sound like you've taken it to a fetishistic level on to some degree.
0: And there is a difference between when you are living with someone, that is sort of a a little bit of a price you pay, I think, is... You
1: don't live alone. You are
0: living with someone. Yeah. You are living with
1: someone. I wonder if she's a difficult roommate in other ways. I also think that what we're learning is that this girl does have disordered eating in her past and that I don't think it's your responsibility to care for her in that way. I really don't, but you could be considerate about it. And I mean, the part where she said, OMG, enough already with the baking.
0: That's pretty shitty.
1: That makes me wonder. Because that to me is, you said we're both so happy to have each other during the pandemic. Sounds to me, to be honest with me, like you're on her last nerve. Yeah. If that's what she's writing on Instagram.
0: Yeah. If she's letting it like seep out like that. Yeah.
1: And I wonder if there's something going on here where a little bit like the cookies. Remember Christmas cookies?
0: Of course.
1: Everybody loves my cookies. That was his identity. Everybody's on my list.
0: My I don't list get thanks properly. 4,000 people. Yeah. And if
1: I don't get thank yous from 3,999 of them, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yep. Yeah. Why don't people see me? I feel a little bit like we have a little bit of that here, which mm. is this is cupcakes has become her identity. I do my own mixtures. What did you think of the lemon ginger cupcake I did? Did you like the cream cheese frosting? To, 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 you know, that this has become a little bit of an identity and it's possible that these cupcakes are truly dynamite and that other people, that you're getting a lot of terrific feedback from other people on these cupcakes and that she's having trouble connecting with other people and she feels jealous. Maybe. If that makes any sense. That you're getting a lot of attention for these cupcakes. But it's true. I'll tell you, You live with another I- person.
0: It's true. And if I'll tell you, though, and this is just what I would do, which is certainly not what everyone would need to do. If I were the person who couldn't be around the cupcakes, I would move out. Sure. That is, I would just sort of say, I actually can't live here anymore. I can't do this. I, I don't think I would ever feel comfortable telling someone to stop baking. Because I, I, it just it doesn't sound right to me. But I would... Look, for, I would start looking. for I wonder a place if she's if also
1: were. taking up a lot of space. It's like running a commercial vet. Ba- I was going to say it, it's a
0: messy business. Yeah, you know
1: it, that she's in the kitchen all the time. And that all she the sort
0: time. of claimed that a, space. That's a, that is anxiety producing. Frankly, that is it's yeah. a common area and probably the number one favorite common area.
1: But I think you could say, look, I hear you. This is something I really love doing. I hear you. I'm going to go bake at Janet's house or whatever it is, and um, that that's me making a concession. Mm-hmm. If your roommate is really still pretty nasty about it, I mean, you're sick of each other. That's the truth. Yeah. This isn't about the cupcakes. It's about every little thing you do because you've been on top of each other. Yeah. I also think if it were possible to go home to your parents for two weeks or to take a little break or something, yeah, I think you two have been on top of each other for a little while and everybody could use a little reset or she totally can go agree. somewhere or whatever it is. And maybe that'll help everybody come to back together a little bit.
0: Bake up a storm at your parents.
1: But really, ask yourself why you're constantly making cupcakes. It's not like you're stirring the stirring. Well, I don't know. Find something else to stir.
0: Yeah. Go to the beach, get some sand, put some ocean water in it. Get go to Start sand. Start
1: stirring. Yeah, yeah, make 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 a cupcake sand castle. That's right. Yeah, whatever it is, but yeah, yeah. I would I would check in with that too. And we're not saying this is your fault, but as Brian said very succinctly, you live with another person. Mm. Your habits yeah. are going to get on each other's nerves.
0: Totally. So and that, it's just
1: you either find a way forward, or this is you're going to live in this uncomfortable situation until one of you. Breaks.
0: I mean, it's as simple as someone saying, but I love doing it. And the other person saying, but it's driving me crazy. And right. I, I, I can't be home.
1: I love walking around naked. Yeah. Okay. Well, I prefer you didn't because there's two of us. Right. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I'll just only do it when you're not home. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah.
1: All right, dear. Next question.
0: Let's do it. Dear Rana, Brian, and guest, Sans guest this week, everybody. Your listeners are desperate for your sage advice and I am no exception. I met a person on a gay dating app and made it clear from our first meeting that I was only interested in a Plutonic friendship with this person. Oh, pl- we'll i
1: on planet I'm Pluto?
0: Pluto. Pluto. <laughs> yeah, only interested it, on is that, whatever they're calling Pluto now. Is it now, a planet again or is it, it? I don't know.
1: It's an exoplanet. Is that a right. Is that a relationship with the planet Pluto or the dog Pluto, I guess is my question. It's a great
0: question. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> interested in a plutonic friendship plutonic.
1: With this person. platonic pl right. as in plato okay dear. as in
0: of this earth yes that's right
1: don't use it until you've looked it up that's right okay
0: i was only i made it clear from our first meeting i was only interested in a platonic friendship with this person we'll call him Emil. i like that
1: let's definitely call him emile
0: I'd love to. Yeah. To be totally frank upon meeting him, I wasn't really even interested in pursuing a friendship, so I understand my role in this. Okay. Although he has good qualities, as most everyone does... Emil has many qualities that are extremely off-putting, habitually lying about his family's wealth. Oh. L- weird. Lying about his <laughs> plans so that I would do favors for him that, by the way, I would have done anyway, hmm. showcasing his immaturity in new and time-consuming ways and being rude and even ugly to service workers. That I can't
1: Oh, I don't know what. Okay. No.
0: I yeah. know. Yeah, this is only a curated list in the interest of time. When Emil moved to another city and I subsequently moved to another city... He made and still makes several times a day an effort to keep our friendship alive via text. I even felt compelled, though I was happy to travel, to attend the wedding of one of his family members. Hmm. During that trip, and to this day, it has become clear and clear that he views me as a romantic interest. He's even confided in me that he does that he wanted to break up with his long-term partner and move across the country to be closer to me to a city has to a city he has no ties to, no job prospects in, and where I would likely be burdened to be more engaged with him. Hmm. Rana, I'm sorry for my language, but fuck that. Uh, we, Rana, are you going to be okay, Rana? Uh, Is that feigning couch behind you? Yadvina, uh, catch her.
1: I've never heard such
0: language. <laughs> such language. Uh. We never had a deeper meaningful friendship even when we lived in the same city, and it's even more superficial and on one-sided now that we are thousands of miles apart and many years removed from our last in-person mm. interaction. Mm. He's not picked up on my social cues, never being the one to reach out. Current responses, if at all. Only acknowledging one of his five-plus daily texts several days after the fact and is taken to sending me messages with sexual five undertones. Five-plus
1: daily. All right.
0: Memes, NSFW, Reddit posts, etc., which I refuse to acknowledge. Hmm. I think I've made it clear via my actions and inactions, however passive and unadult, that I'm uninterested in this friendship continuing any longer, but I also don't feel like this friendship is substantial enough to warrant a serious conversation about an ending. I'm eager to know whether... It, of either of you has ever had to break up with a friend and how you went about it. Thank you for the great shows weekly and five stars only, of course. Kiss, kiss, Nigel, Nigel and Emil. I mean, this is easy. Just don't respond anymore. Yeah. Fade to black.
1: Either that or Emil, stop sending me this stuff.
0: Yeah. Stop sending me this stuff. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: Emil. And
0: then don't answer another text. Stop again.
1: sending me this stuff. Yeah. Oops, sorry. And yeah. then fade to black.
0: And then fade to black. Yeah. Just, you don't have to respond to one more of his texts ever again after you just deliver one short, neutral message. You might of, get a phone no call thanks. from
1: him when you don't respond to two or three of them.
0: So and, don't answer the phone.
1: And yeah, but they were friends. I guess they were sort of friends before. I don't That's know true. What, You're right. But you just have to say to him, I just really don't think we're on the same page. Yeah. I am not. I'm not getting mixed signals from you. I'm getting signals from you. And I don't think I'm sending back those same signals. And I think the healthiest thing for both of us would be some space.
0: Yes. I don't think I've ever had a friendship breakup. I've had, obviously, arguments with friends and have grown out of friendships, I guess. But I don't think I've ever had like a, I cannot be friends with you any longer. I don't think I've ever had that moment. Have you?
1: Well... I think I've had the moment, but I don't think I've ever expressed it to someone in right. that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. You just kind of fade to black. I, I do. Or
1: where like you realize, yeah, it's just not, this is It's just not going to happen. Everyone knows we don't want the same thing here. Right. You have told him, it sounds like, or you have intimated it, that this is not, I mean, he really is interested in an, in a romantic or more intimate relationship.
0: Right. We don't want
1: the same thing. We don't. And-
0: I wish you luck. I don't know what to say beyond that. I think it sort of ends here. I think it's
1: unfair at this point, to be honest with with you, to you. And I, you know, don't be shocked if he says something like, boy, you think a lot of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, you did offer to move here not knowing anyone else, Emil. But I think, you know, I think that you just say- I don't think this is I don't think this is healthy from either side. I think you have expectations that I don't plan on meeting and I don't want to run the risk of sending you signals I'm not trying to send. And good luck to you.
0: My long ago therapist used to say to me no answer is an answer. But I don't know that I really believe that. I think that sometimes people just need to be told I am not interested. I think we're at the end of the road here. Good luck with your life.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the kind of thing to do often. Mm-hmm. It's just that the un- it's annoying because then they write back and they, you know, you don't want right. to get another to communication. Th- no,
0: you don't. But and you don't have to respond to you it. You just
1: have to live through that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's true. Good luck. It sounds annoying as hell.
1: Yeah. Emil also has personality problems.
0: But why did he give him such a sexy name? Well,
1: we do have to wonder about that, I suppose.
0: It's true. Emil's a great name.
1: Yeah. There is something to wonder about there also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. This is our last question of season two, Brian.
0: Of Ask Rana with Rana and
1: Brian. Though of this course we'll have a our memory. cliffhanger, and then they could come meet, listen to us on, on Patreon, and they'll be able to listen to us there. But, well, that's
0: true, actually. So it's not, yeah. But yes, but our free feed season two ender, ender.
1: This is our last question of season two. I don't know what I'm really saying, other than saying that. But I just want to remember. I just want to remind people of the expectation. And again, we'll be back in the fall. Of course, And the minute we know what date uh, the first episode is going to drop, we will. Put that uh, on Instagram and let everybody know. And as we said, there were going to be some goodies in the feed while we're gone. So just calm yourselves. Excuse me. Okay?
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And if for some reason it takes a little time for us to come back, you can blame that on Brian and his contract negotiations. That's all I'll say about that.
0: R- well, Rana, you can. you know what? <laughs> you can blame anything you want on me. I am not signing that dotted line until I get <laughs> absolutely...
1: Everything. everything.
0: I want. I don't
1: get mad. I get everything.
0: That's right. Yes. Exactly. By the end of this, I better own 51% of this company.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my dearest Rana and sweet Angel Brian, I'd prefer you didn't use my name oh my if you gosh. don't mind. Well, thank you for okay. telling us up front. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to read this. I don't want to mess around too much with a lot of extra words, so I'll just get into it. I'm writing to you because you're both artists and although I don't know and I'm not asking a lot about your personal lives, I think you could have some insight that would be helpful to me. Well, what do you mean you don't know a lot? Brian was dating a guy and then he started dating a guy that got swallowed by a whale. What what don't you know about our personal lives? It doesn't get
0: much more devastating than that.
1: It doesn't get much more personal than that. It's true. First. I know that the overarching answer is going to be therapy, and I'm working on that, but I wonder if you have any additional thoughts on the subject. For most of my life, I have written things, all kinds of things, really, but there's just something in my brain that says, sit down and write this. Also, for most of my life, I've struggled with self-image and self-worth, and I believe this has always led me to me reviewing any writing I've ever done and saying to myself, this is garbage and you are a terrible writer. What do you think you're doing? I'm a bit older now, 36 this year, and I'm sitting down to write in earnest. This time, I'm, I can't believe we have anyone that old listens to the show. I have to say, it's I feel so gr- disappointed so when we get these it's geriatric so emails. I
0: get so disappointed. It's I really it's do. It's absolutely nauseating.
1: This time, I'm trying out other kinds of writing instead of how I've typically done in past years when I sort of focused on my own past. I kind of hate when people say this because it's so vague, but suffice to say, I've been through a lot. I think I've always written about those times because they were still on my mind and I was processing all of it. I suppose I'm still processing all of it, hence the therapy. Okay. For whatever reason, this time I've decided to ditch the misery porn style of writing and I did not have the urge to exercise those particular demons anymore. Although bits of those times do make it in it as various story elements. Okay. Naturally. Something else that is different about my writing now versus when I was younger is that at the risk of coming off self-congratulatory, I now think I might be pretty good. I've written a few pieces of fiction in a genre that I enjoy reading instead of just writing about my troubled past, and I'm coming away from it in a sort of amazement. Not because it's just so good, I can't believe it, but because I think... I might always have been a good writer and I just never let myself get far enough away from the trauma to understand that. Okay. All that being said, my question I think is this, by the way, this person said, let me keep it brief. Just want to put that out there.
0: Sure. This winter boxer brief, not brief.
1: <laughs> have you ever struggled with your own self image enough that it significantly reduced your ability to make your art? If so, do you have any advice about how to move past that? Although I am not quite experiencing the same soul-defeating esteem problems that completely prevented me from writing in the past, I am still having some feelings in that vein, which I think are making it difficult for me to sit down and write with the honesty that I should be. Is therapy the only answer? I find I'm actually having trouble talking to a therapist about this in particular because it almost feels like I'm asking someone to validate my talent and that doesn't feel great. Is there anything I can do to push my art through this wall? And by the way, I'm using art in a very general sense. I would not presume to call myself an artist, but I really think I could be successful if I could just get through these barriers. Thank you very much for all you do.
0: Well, beyond therapy, which it just sounds like you have the wrong therapist, I, I just don't believe that therapy is wrong for anybody. Yeah. I think it I think it is the right thing for everybody, unless you're a sociopath, because then it's a whole thing if they just get smarter by that. They're not supposed to do that with the sociopath. But apparently Wait, what's this? If you're antisocial, aka a sociopath they learn how to fool people better in therapy. Those, that's really the only t- kind of type of person who is not supposed to go to therapy because oh. it makes them smarter in the wrong way. Oh. But that's truly with a person who is not capable of understanding no or empathy. feeling guilt. Yeah. Exactly. Or yeah. feeling guilt about anything. It's literally that specific kind of person. But for everyone else, I think if you have the means and the ways and the this and the that, you should absolutely do it and maybe your therapist is the right person. That. Putting that aside, I don't know how you do this without some sort of validation from an outside party and encouragement. And for me, that has been in the past taking a screenwriting course. Yes. It has been taking an essay course. It has been doing UCB. It has been – so that I am constantly getting feedback, even – Honestly, like, even I remember just in college writing papers and feeling, oh, God, that was so terrible. I'm so embarrassed. And da I was a little vulnerable. I shouldn't have written that. And then getting feedback back that was like, you're good at this. And you should keep doing it. Yeah. Because I don't think it's good for an artist anyway to be insular, that insular. Maybe when you're working, but… Otherwise, no. Correct. If you're the only person who's a critic in your life, that's not good. I agree. Yeah.
1: Uh, The first thought I had at the beginning of the letter was exactly what you just said, which is you need to take a class. You need to go on a course. You need to go on a retreat. You need to try to pick a good one, not one. Totally. Interestingly, they're very similar to therapy, which is if you have a bad therapist or a bad writing teacher – you're gonna keep do- doing what you've but already been look doing. Look around
0: because you. The but, great thing is you can take these online too. To where you could take a class, a, a, a writing class at you UCLA. know UCLA, exactly, or something like that, yeah. or it. You know, wherever, BU, Emerson, any anywhere NYU. in the country, whoever, NYU. look to exactly. see
1: who has the best writing programs in whatever yeah. kind of. It sounds to me like you're sort of a novelist or a nonfiction essayist, or something like that. Yes, uh, I don't know, but yeah. look to see who is the preeminent uh, master's program in the thing that you, the field that you want to specialize in. Or even just
0: a further education, continuing education, which is just a one-off class.
1: But those people, I'm not saying get a master's. I'm saying, let's say NYU is the best place to go for personal essayists or something like Mm. that. Then take, an N, take the NYU class that is offered for this, the extension, etc. Because chances are, whoever teaches that class is probably a grad student in that thing. They may not be the professor, but they may be training under someone who is the, the pro of that thing.
0: And you know better than I do, but I got to say, like, one of the biggest inspirations, and this cannot happen to anybody, you know, but... I wonder how confident Cynthia Dupree Sweeney was in her writing before she started taking classes. Cynthia Dupree Sweeney
1: went back to Bennington College
0: right. when
1: I think she was 50 years old. Right. And she got a master's I, degree I, at 50.
0: And I'm assuming someone there said, you're really good at this.
1: And I believe her first book came out at 56, if I'm not mistaken.
0: And it was one she was working on in She'll that program, me wasn't if it, if I got
1: that wrong. If she was... No. But she uh absolutely started writing that book during that program yeah the other thing is what you're talking about is synthesizing your personal experience with the skill and craft of being a writer and right. i've got news for you no matter how good you think you are yeah or how much you think you've improved it is a craft. There is no question. The great news is that you don't mind sitting down and writing. Most writers hate to sit down and write. You want to write all the time. Your brain tells you write this down, write like this down, write this down. That's 80% the
0: of the battle. Yeah. That's
1: half, that is the whole battle.
0: That is, is the Can battle. you sit down? Yeah.
1: But whatever the case is, you're an amateur. And it's the same thing with performing talent. It's the same thing with being a visual artist, it's this—you can have all the talent in the world, but you need a system, or you need someone to help you prune that beautiful rose bush,
0: which instead is why of letting every, it grow wild. Every writer of, a, of of a high the highest level has an editor because guess what? And Correct. every actor gets directed on the set of something. Correct. Because guess what? That never stops. It never stops, and it's good that it doesn't stop.
1: You can't really so, be, your, uh, be the writer and the editor.
0: Everyone needs a second set of eyes, at least. So,
1: And give yourself the gift of either taking one of these courses online or yeah. going to a retreat, if that's within your means. Though um, often these places have incredible scholarships, etc., cetera, Right, because you can –
0: and even have like work programs where if you like cook a meal one night, yeah. you can get the whole thing, you know.
1: And if you send your sample, your best sample – That'll be the first step in the validation process if they see some potential in this. Right. Because what we're talking about right now is untapped potential. Yes. And what you really need is someone who knows what they're looking at and to say, I think you could do this.
0: Because by the way, otherwise, what you're dealing with is however you're feeling that day, and that's going to judge your right. Correct. You know what I mean? mean, I'm in a bad mood. I suck at this. Or like, you know, that's just so unfair.
1: If you think you might want to do this professionally, let's start professionalizing it, basically.
0: Right. Yeah. And listen. And that goes for
1: anything. That goes for cupcake wars, I hate to tell you. Totally. If she has a secret belief that she's going to become a cupcake princess and open a bakery, well, start, start trying to connect with people that actually do it for a living.
0: The yeah. first and only movie I ever sold was because I took an intro to screenwriting class at UCLA so that I could get some fucking structure. And there you go. someone could tell me, is this a good idea?
1: Yeah. So you didn't hatch a screenplay out of an egg in your backyard? No.
0: Yeah. No.
1: Isn't – And then, by the way, go.
0: years – Exactly. And you're just you're – I'm still constantly working on it. It just – That's with everything. That's with everything. Yeah, but
1: people that are 60 that still write are still working on it. Totally. They, or they stay shopped by – Being part of writer's circles where people share their work and everybody's vulnerable and everybody gives everybody notes and whatever. You know, you got to stay sharp. People don't just become writers and then stay writers. People have friends that, you know, we had the letter from the guy that was the uh, script assistant. Yeah. When the Doughboys were on. Right. And that he had his boss reading his stuff, and that his boss, who knew what he was doing, was helping him figure out how to become a professional writer.
0: Yeah. You the need The greatest gift you could
1: give yourself is, and it's such a terrifying leap of faith, of course, it is, to it put is yourself so scary. out there yeah. and to be vulnerable. But try to just... Take that tiny little voice that says, I think this might be pretty good, and have that person put the sample in the envelope or attach it to the email or whatever it is, exactly. and let that person s- hit send, and then go to your fainting couch and pour yourself a grana and totally. wait for the answer. And the other thing is, I'll tell you what else is a huge part of this process, is rejection. Rejection. So right. I don't want to hear, I sent don't <laughs> no one would like to, you need one person in the right place to see what you've yeah. got.
0: It's like and, literally like one out of 80 auditions that you get. You know. And, like and it's, it's
1: incremental. It's all incremental. Yeah. You're not going to become an overnight sensation. That's right. why they always say, oh, he was a 20-year overnight success.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. Because it doesn't really work like that. Sure, you're funny. Except for like now one you, or two people. Yeah,
1: you're funny. Now you want to be a stand-up? Well, you're going to have to go do stand-up every night for 10 years. And then you'll become a stand-up.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I think it's exciting.
0: I do too. Because
1: no matter how nervous and insecure you say you are, there's still been a progression and you've still been sticking to it. So yeah, let's see if you can try and make your hobby your profession. Let's see. Why not? Let's see if you like it.
0: You're already doing it.
1: What? You're already doing it. Yeah. yeah. It's time to just take it out of the cave though and share it with yeah. everybody outside the cave.
0: Totally. Yeah. And but, by the way, that but when pick someone those tells voices, you
1: voices, the right voices, you know, pick the pick yes. the people you feel supported right, don't just go by. Because yeah. there'll be plenty of critics, but that's in everything.
0: That isn't everything. And by the way, all you really all you really need to hear is frankly, this needs some work, but it's good.
1: Yeah, there's something here.
0: There's something here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great. Dear,
0: Rana.
1: It's time to do a giveaway. I think I give away that. Well, maybe we'll do a whole bunch. Let's see who you pick. And then I think we're going to give a, because it's a season two blowout. Yeah. We're probably going to do the coffee. We're probably going to do the Negrana. Assuming the person drinks. Well, of course, Tony will email them and find out we don't want to upset anybody. Uh, And then I think we're going to add one more personal touch on top of it. So who have we got here? What's our wrap up?
0: Okay, so we have got the Cupcake Wars, Cupcake of course, Wars, the roommates yeah. who yeah. are just kind of driving each other crazy. Yeah, we have got uh, the how to break up with a friend.
1: Yeah, Emil.
0: Emil, we we've got Emil, and we have finally have uh, how to break through on my art. But you know, the aspiring writer.
1: I think we know what's going on here, but I want to hear who you think gets it.
0: I mean, I think the aspiring writer gets it.
1: I think this Cynthia Dupree Sweeney wannabe, which, by the way, the sure. carriage house is full of them. If full you noticed, of them. full of them. It's all That's Naomi Ekperigon can talk about it's is true. how everybody <laughs> thinks this Cynthia Dupree Sweeney because they send the world's longest lettuce. It's true, except not interesting, which is the opposite right. of Cynthia Dupree Sweeney. Right,
0: I was going to say Cynthia yeah. Dupree Sweeney yeah. leaves you wanting more.
1: Total page turner. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she writes in for advice and stuff, but I'd love to see what Cynthia Cynthia's du- advice. Yeah. Her letter would be a paragraph. Right. Dear Rana, having yeah. trouble deciding between two colors on my kitchen Island, you know, would let samples attached would love, you know, your input. Valid
0: the question. Best
1: Cynthia Dupree Sweeney, something like yep. that. Why not? With this person, because it's season two and it's a blowout. Okay. He's going to get the coffee.
0: The writer's going to get the coffee.
1: He's going to need it if he's going to be up writing on that. I
0: could totally agree with you.
1: He's going to get the Negrana. Wow. Assuming he drinks, we'll find out. Tony will email him, we'll find out. Uh, and that way he'll have something to take the edge off after a feverish day of writing.
0: Yes. Or to liquid courage to send in the sample. Correct.
1: But- Please write the email before, you, I mean, before oh, you pull well, yourself yeah. the, Negra- the congratulatory Dr- Make Negra- sure the draft yeah. is there. make sure, yeah. let's just make sure that we've no. had the cup of coffee before we send a send Absolutely. a sober draft.
0: Definitely, definitely.
1: Number three. Yeah. The much-coveted Santa Maria Novella writing candle.
0: This has been a minute, Ronna. C-
1: Cynthia Dupree Sweeney has been known to light the potpourri... Uh, scented candle from Santa Maria Novella as her writing candle. She tur- she only lights it when she writes and she blows it out when she's done for the day. And I think a writer here could really benefit from that ritualistic feeling of what a real writer does to get into that the zone. So nice. Yeah.
0: What what a triple header. Triple yeah. tr- you know times three excitement times three. And enc- we should encourage people to have those sort of rituals anyway, because you know I took that from the last time she told us that. Yeah. I have a, I buy a nice candle Beautiful. and then light it when I'm working, and then blow it out when I'm done.
1: What an absolute pleasure!
0: You kind of look start looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, all right, dear, we have to read our cliffhanger.
0: Oh, of course, wrong
1: cliffhanger, as we used to say. The
0: hang. Um, and
1: then we will hope that everyone will join us on Patreon to hear the answer.
0: We'll be uh, there every week. We'll
1: be there Friday. Correct. Um, and we are desperately looking forward to our little break, but really, honestly, looking forward to seeing people on the other side of it. So no kidding. Um, all right, dear. Why don't you read this?
0: Okay. This is the final cliffhanger of season forward. two. Season two. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Dear, sorry, that's not even that. how it starts. I know. Stats, hey Ron and Brian. Ah, okay, hey Ron and Brian. First, I wanted to say thank you both for making <laughs> me laugh so hard through the dark years of my twenties. I've been a longtime fanboy of Ron's various endeavors over the years, okay. and Brian. You've taught me so much about LGBTQ and women's issues. So mm. thanks a million to both of you. I've always been nervous to write in, but I keep hearing you mention 29-year-olds. So I thought you might want to hear from, so I thought you might want to hear from one.
1: Here we go. Buckle up. My, this is actually name, a great cliffhanger for us because
0: 29
1: is a recurring theme. So. No kidding. Yeah.
0: My name is Reed. I'm a 29-year-old gay ASU student studying graphic design in sunny Phoenix.
1: Arizona State. I have to say, Ronna,
0: you are 100. 100- Yep, I have to say, Rana, you are one hundred percent correct. Twenty nine year olds are wild. It's a very strange time in my, in my life. About three weeks ago, I was unexpectedly fired from Starbucks after I filed an HR complaint for being uh, overworked. I really
1: wish no one had brought up HR before the season ended. But oh, th- you know what? Yeah. That's
0: fine, Rana, because actually, what I realized is obviously I'll do. My lawyer will do my negotiations with the contract, and you're going to help me. But HR, I have a whole other different set of uh, standards and practices I need to go over with oh.
1: them. But but make sure we- make sure you see if I've posted from Italy on my personal Instagram before you send that. Because what I'd love is for you to ruin my vacation. That would be my favorite thing you could do is by I mean, d- yeah noted yeah noted. you're att- yeah this needs your immediate attention wait till i absolutely landed and i looked like i'm relaxing and then, and then make send sure, it right away yes make sure that the attention rana for immediate response
0: you got it I'll, yeah. I'll call the hotel and say you've got to run this yeah to the, Fa- you know I'll, fax it
1: yeah fax it i'll fax it yeah i can't ignore a hot cop but can i
0: Mrs. Glickman, yeah. there's most urgent news. <laughs> they have my to name take the
1: elevator down through the cliff to find me on Correct. the yeah.
0: Correct. With your huge sun hat on. And then you'll just see Evil
1: under the sun. That's my theme for this uh, for this summer.
0: You'll be so relaxed, and then yeah. you'll see a message that says to, for Ronna Glickman, urgent from Brian Safi. And yeah. Your vacation will be
1: wrecked. I'll tear it right in half and throw, into, <laughs> throw it into the ocean, yeah.
0: My name is Reed. I'm a 29-year-old gay ASU student studying graphic design in sunny Phoenix. I have to say, Ronna, you're 100% correct. 29-year-olds are very wild. Oh, yeah. About three weeks ago, I unexpectedly was fired from Starbucks after I filed an HR complaint for being overworked. I'm fighting with corporate, but that's a convoluted story and not why I'm writing in. Mm. The real reason I'm writing is because after the the first week after I was fired, I slept with four different guys in four days. Oh, fun! I don't know what what a week. What a week!
1: Set up the pins and knock them down. Right. Yeah, I
0: haven't really been sexually active through most of my twenties because of my self confidence issues and depression. I was involved in an abusive relationship with an older man when I was 19. Mm. That sucks. And never could get over it until I finally decided to seek professional help about two years ago. Terrific. Thanks for always supporting and promoting mental health awareness, by the way. When lockdown began, I started to work out daily and have gained a lot of confidence back that I lost years ago. I just found out I made the Dean's List as I start my senior year, so I've honestly been feeling great. Terrific. Terrific. It's this strange time where I've been fired, but I don't feel bad or guilty at all. I'm really just digging myself and how hard I've worked to get myself back on track. Should I just have fun at this point in my life? Or should I try to find a relationship right now? Or should I be looking for a job? Side note, I've been hooking up with a few different guys in open relationships. I didn't understand it at first. But I've started coming around with the idea. It's now such a great time to be diving into something with, with someone or two right. or three. Yeah.
1: Should I Any be 29 of, or should I right. be 29 or should I be 29?
0: Yeah. Should I continue to blow my life up? Yeah. Any words of wisdom from you two would be <laughs> taken to heart. Love, Reed, Keller. You can use my name.
1: Because I'm just like Brian. I'm just putting it out there that I'm available. That's right. Yeah. It's
0: out there, Reed. It yep. is out there.
1: Well- It'll be interesting to see what Brian gets his fingers into during the pandemic.
0: Oh, baby. That sounded
1: awful, didn't it?
0: No, it sounded just how you I was thinking it, it
1: was like a bowl of, uh, you know, cookie batter, but I realized it could have been taken in another way.
0: Well, it can feel like that. I mean, it's depending on what's going on in there.
1: Brian.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That'll that do was, it. No, now, that now was I actually no, do feel crazy. a
1: bit bad about taking a break. That was too much.
0: You're right. That was too, too much. Far. That was outrageous. Dante, you should, where was the beeper? Yeah. I'm trying to triangulate this too. Well you Go. can't
1: because he's okay. not even here. He, we, he says he's here but he's asleep. Well this is happening. He's oh, on God. his it, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Dante. That's next time, actually a anticipate horrible, what I mean.
1: I got to tell you, those horrible sound, Dante. The and beep. You're I going it. Have to find it. a way to take it. To, yeah, that was too
0: much. No, and it's that's again
1: great. not the way I wanted to, to end season two. Beep.
0: Well, uh, Ron, we'll I don't know what pose. to tell you. You're the one who hired we everybody. Clean it's okay. And Emma, just so you know, Dante's beep is going to go where I said that thing that I shouldn't have said. But now I feel good that I said it because everyone needs to learn a little lesson here. So
1: keep it back in. Okay. Yeah. Love Brian. Yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> exactly, Rana.
1: Uh, dear, join us on Patreon for this incredible cliffhanger. Patreon.com slash Ask You can order your Negrana's while supplies last, Negrana.com.
0: Uh, yep.
1: The coffee, of course, continues to be an international favorite. $3 off if you get a subscription. Well, now that Negron is an
0: international favorite, now that Ed Kimber's got his hands on it.
1: Well, that's, we're going to, you know, I'm going to have to see what's going on with Ed and why, whether he's posting or he loves it or what's going on. Uh, so I'll we're check in with out. him when I hit Europe. Uh, but in any event, we hope mm-hmm. you have a wonderful rest. I'm
0: going to need your full itinerary.
1: We hope you have a wonderful rest of your August. I'm saying yes, this course. like we're not gonna be on Patreon. We're gonna be know, on Patreon. We're gonna Patreon,
0: be on Patreon. But we can't
1: look. Some people want to pay for it, some people don't. So that's all we can do. Right. Uh and we uh we will miss you dearly during our little break. And we look forward to coming back in the fall. We can't wait to see everyone. Keep the letters coming, even if yes. you're worried when will like they get to it, when will they get to it? We'll we're not, get to. we're it. not talking about a big break, yet. Right. Okay, keep the letters coming. We love getting them, and we we can't wait to have a full mailbag to come back to.
0: Correct, Amundo.
1: And Brian, have a wonderful break.
0: Thank you, Ron. I, uh, just uh, send the itinerary so I know which hotel. I need the hotel names. I need the days you're going to be where. I need the you know the license plate numbers. Like I I need. To but know
1: you know what's going me. Out. One of the main difference between the two of us is that. I'm more of a fly by the seat of your pants when it comes to travel. And you're more of a book at six months in advance. So there's no point of me sending an itinerary because it could shift at any moment. And you don't want all that email or all that paper.
0: Oh, no, it's fine with me. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll say. spare you the pa- – yeah, I'll spare you the – Oh, no, I like – I, yeah. I mean,
0: I use a hard copy of everything anyway, so yeah. that's fine. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so well, I adore you, dear.
0: I adore you. And happy
1: season two to you. We really did a great job. I think
0: we really did it. Yeah, we can't wait to surprise you. That's right. And your house is going to look so much better when you when you come.
1: Oh, I can't wait for you to not set foot in it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, dear.
0: Kiss, kiss. Bye, Rana.